five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Hello and welcome to Truth, Beer, and Podsequences. So, this is the podcast where my co-host and I listen to all the Cincinnati-based craft beer podcasts from the previous week. We get together here at our gracious podcast host, BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery, and give our version of the truth of how those podcasts went. Now, hopefully, there aren't too many consequences from the hosts of the other podcasts and so far so good doing all right yeah i am marco i'm a brewer and a bartender here locally and that voice you heard is about to be introduced because they are the best co-host in podcast landia and to introduce myself i am julia and i am a drinker of all of the craft beers here in cincinnati and i am also the best co-host in podcast landia. and the best co-host in podcast landia i am also known to write funny parodies of uh, of songs about the beer vent beers for beer vent which beer vent season the the sales of the beer vent box from higher gravity are happening right now if you have not gone to higher gravity craft house h-a-u-s dot com to pre-order your beer vent box i don't know what's wrong with you do it now boxes should be ready i believe they're going to try to have them ready uh the first week or not the first week the week before thanksgiving to pick up okay order them pick them up and then follow us on social media at truth beer pod to see all of the fun funny and maybe not so funny things that i post about them Yes, and thank you to all of you who have been with us now over this uh, over a year now. Mm-hmm. Uh, I truly appreciate your listenership, and if you're new to the pod, welcome. And I hope you like what you hear, and uh, whether you do or don't, please share the show with everyone that you know. That uh, is how we grow. You know, we wouldn't, and no crap beer podcast would be a good crap beer podcast without crap beer. beer. Absolutely, crap beer. absolutely. So, uh, Julia, what, you, what, what are you drinking? I am drinking a Rheingeist Antelope, which is their amber. It is uh, 5%, and it is really, really good, and it is perfect for another ridiculously humid 90-some-odd-degree day I mean, here in the Cincinnati. The humidity is just ridiculous. Stifling. Ridiculous. If only, ridiculous. If only producer Brian would close the garage door. Yeah, I know. <sighs> oh, well, Marco, what do you have in your glass? Something equally refreshing, I believe? Yeah, I have uh, West Side Brewing's Oktoberfest. Awesome. I love that beer. I'll probably do that one next. Okay. How, good. how is it? Uh, hold on. Let's see. Okay. Give it a little sippy sippy. Yep, it's an Oktoberfest. I think I had it last <laughs> week, didn't I? Yeah, yeah, we both yeah. did. Yeah. So we both, we both it's enjoyed actually it. actually as good as it was last week. Good. Very good. Consistency is key. Yeah. That's all I'm going to say. And... I will also say to be consistent, to do a little housekeeping before we start uh, the the meat of the show, if you do like what we do, and you're not going to know until the end, but I'm going to throw this out there now, at TruthBeerPod, if you want to follow us on the social media platforms, TruthBeerPod at gmail.com. If you want to send us an email, all our episodes are on YouTube, so follow us there at TruthBeerPod. If you have any complaints about the show, at Raging Hop, which funnily enough about Raging Hop, our, our podcast host location is being infiltrated tonight Yeah, by another local craft beer podcast. If I had a bottle cap, I could hit him in the head. Oh, with if you it. had a bottle cap gun? I could. You could just. That's right. We can, had a bottle we, cap gun. We have dry erase markers. I bet you anything. We could fling these across BCs. And. Uh, I bet I could hit him. I bet. <laughs> 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 it is starting off great. 
And if you'd like to to monetarily donate to the show so that we can continue to buy beers and to get some better equipment, because according to the Gnarly No More headphones suck and we would like to get new ones, truthbeerpod.com has a nice big blue support us link. So we would really appreciate uh, a couple bucks if you want to throw it our way. Yes, we truly would. Uh, a lot of things we want to do moving into the future, and all of them require all money. All of them require money, <laughs> and uh, so far, so far, uh, you know, it's just been. Uh, it, we have had a wonderful support. Oh my god! Uh, yes, yes. And, and by wonderful support, I mean the 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 funds that have come in. Mm-hmm. We've truly appreciated, and mm-hmm. and everyone who supported us in that way, we truly. Truly appreciate and, and thank you. And, and not even funds, but blocks, block spiked ice. They sponsored yes. us for our one year anniversary show. Yes. They are amazing. Their product is amazing. This is not a sponsored episode, so this is one hundred percent Marco and I's own opinion on it. It's delicious. It's awesome. It's great in beer. It's great by itself. It's great. Uh, a lime blocks in a Sprite makes the perfect summer beverage if you're looking for a bit of a kick to what you have. So definitely support them. They're another local business, and we like to support local as much as we can. So Yeah, and at some point we'll have Stephanie from uh, Blocks on. I hope so. She was awesome. Participate in in the pod. Uh, And I'm repping Blocks, uh, my Blocks shirt today. Mine's in the wash because I wore it this weekend. Otherwise, I would be repping as well. We're waving at. Uh, I'm getting a. I'm getting a one. Shift beers. I'm getting a one finger salute from. Uh, from the button. <laughs> that's himself, that's, tell- which that's is, telling. That's telling us we're number one. It is number one. <laughs> You're hey, number you know, one. you know what? I'm not flipping them off. I'm making a hand unicorn for them. Oh, well, wonderful. It, yeah, and it's great. It's absolutely yeah. great. So, to try to kind of rein us back in, this is a show about Cincinnati Craft Beer Podcast, much like the one that's recording directly opposite of us. So, Marco. Did you listen to any Cincinnati craft beer podcasts this past week? I did. All right. Did you happen to listen to, and I'll throw them out first since they're right across from us, Shift Beers? Yes, I did. Awesome. How about Cincy Brewcast? Yes. Very good. And the only other one that was released this week before our podcast cutoff time, the Craft Parenting Podcast. I did. Awesome. What would you like to start with first? I, you know what? It's as of recent when mm-hmm. they have put out a pod that is that is in our in our pod sphere. Mm-hmm. Uh, I I've been picking craft parenting pod, so I I, right. I, I want to stick with it. All right, it's been working out, so might as well let's get started. Uh, craft parenting podcast. This was actually a bonus episode for them, yep. episode seventy point five, the one with the Pilsner beers. Now I will say I do think that when they recorded this episode. They had already had more than a few because it sounded like they were having a good time. And some of the facts that they were trying to recap when they did the more educational piece about yes. Pilsners may or may not have. Seemed a little bit more like we were recapping. <laughs> <laughs> but it was awesome. It was another really, really fun episode. We found out that Joe is a podcast slave master. Like he's pretty much been cracking the whip. Caroline, right. we need to record episode after episode after episode. Right. And Caroline, or I'm sorry. Caroline. It's like, but Joe, I'm tired. I've been wrangling the kids all day. Can we just drink a beer and not record a podcast? And Joe apparently is just like, no. 
We have content. We right. have idea. Right. Th- like a like a like a four. Yes. You know, yes. not taking it to I think, eleven. Well, see, what he's doing is he's saying we need to do this, but then he's also bribing her with beer. Like, hey, honey, I will pour your beer for you right. if you just sit down here next to this microphone and let's just get something. Let's just get something going. So yeah. it's 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 okay. It's okay. He's trying um, to prep her for when he's trying to share some of these beer vent calendar beers. Oh my god, yeah. He wants the beer vent beer. So our the last crap parenting podcast that we recapped, there was some contention about how they were going to divvy up the higher gravity beer vent calendar beers. Joe was thinking, I get one day, Caroline gets another day. And Caroline was thinking, well, why don't we just share both beer, you know, right. be, or, you know, between they the just two share of us, everything. Each that's, right, that's right. the way they are. That's the relationship. They just so share everything. I, I don't know what they finally decided upon, but if you listen to their show and they sound a little tense, it could be because of beer vent. Could be. So they still have a couple months to figure things out. I'm sure they will. I'm sure it's going to be great. But uh, I don't know. Joe forcing Caroline to make podcasts is not the way to get her to agree to let you have every other day's beer as a whole. Yeah, I don't so think So you, you may end up sharing those. Uh, let's see, what do I have first? Uh, Joe sent Caroline out to get a single six-pack of a Pilsner yep. to drink for the show. And she's like me. She is smart, a woman of my own heart, absolutely. Yeah. And she came back with 10 six-packs of Pilsner beers. Now, genius. They, o- they only covered four of those on this show. Real ladies of genius. <laughs> you know, they miss an opportunity with that whole advertisement series by not including women of genius in all of that. Yeah. Just saying. Just throwing it out there. Uh, let's see. So to run down the list of the four different Pilsners that they drank during this show... And they were splitting them, but my God, they still, like I said, it sounded like they'd had a few beforehand, so you're going to enjoy this episode. Good for them. Absolutely. Have fun. As long as everything's taken care of, good for them. Uh, They had a beer from Trogues, from High Grain, from Brink, and from Fretboard. And it sounded like during the entire time, Caroline was literally looking at Joe through beer goggles. That's the way it sounded. Well, she she actually said that she held up a glass and was like, I can see. Oh yeah, she did. I can see you through the, this you pilsner through this. because of how clear it is. Joe. So I can see you through this. Oh my. She that, wasn't that, quite that, that sounded deep. almost. I was gonna say she wasn't quite that deep. <laughs> she, was, she wasn't like. That almost <laughs> sounded threatening, and Caroline never sounded threatening about what no. she was what she was saying to Joe, but she was definitely looking at him through literal beer goggles, which was great. They did what they do in a lot of their episodes about a specific beer style is they went to the wikipedia.orges and they gave you the history of that beer style, how it came about, uh, some of the like bigger events that happened surrounding that style, such as beer being poured into the streets in front of a city hall. Yep. Um, our Pilsners are when they made this in, in, in Pilsen copying Cincinnati due to the years, the day ranges that they happened, which was really cool to to hear. So that's definitely something that you guys need to listen to in this episode to find out. It's kind of crazy that the public just went, this beer is bullshit. And then it's (laughs) just like, I'm just dumping it right in the street. Right. And then it turns out that it's one of the best beer styles out there. Like it is one of the, the pinnacle brewery creations because of how pure it is if that's 
kind of my words, not anyone else's. So it's I take that with a grain of salt. But it is a very crisp. I don't want to call it a standard beer, but it's it's it is a flagship pinnacle beer. Like it's not something that aside from the recent trend of kind of like dry hopping stuff like that it hasn't changed yeah, much it's a, it's and a, there's nothing wrong with that it's, it's a, a great style right yeah yeah like, yeah, yeah. It, good you yeah, know it's one perfect. of those i mean it, for beer styles i mean there there's more than four i mean in tent poles mm-hmm. so <laughs> Depends on how big your tent is. Four tent poles uh, holding really the whole thing up, right? That's right, what, right. what you call temple. But in beer styles, there's there's more than just four. But this this is one of those major major ones, for lack mm-hmm. of a better term, that I'll, we could say tent pole. But right, like it a- is it is to the point where it's so important. Everyone got so pissed off and just dumped all this beer, and then they all came together as a, as a society and said, "Okay, well, we need to do this shit right then." Agreed. Agreed. Uh, so they also let people know that October 4th is Pilsner Day. So on October 4th, that's... If it that's, was a Tuesday, ooh, that'd be awesome. If it's a Tuesday. Okay, so Marco Go and I are both uh, getting our calendars out. So you keep talking, Marco. So if... It's a, everybody... No, it's not. Sunday. It's a Sunday? Oh, no. I'm looking at September because I don't know. So October 4th... <gasps> is it a Tuesday? Pilsner Day's oh, on a Tuesday. Pilsner Day's on a Tuesday. Woo! We are going to we, get pitted we <laughs> on Pilsners. Pilsners with blocks? Fuck yes. Hell yeah. Oh my God, we're doing this. We're doing this. It's everyone. Happening. So everyone put on your calendars, depending on, on your work schedule, what you're doing. Don't care. You need to block off Tuesday, either take the day off or or just, you know, kill out everything and pass yeah. like noon on Tuesday. Correct. O- Tuesday, October the 4th. You're going to crush Pilsners. You're going to put blocks in Pilsners. I can tell you from experience, strawberry and lime blocks in Pilsners are fucking amazing. They work. I bet the pineapple would be amazing, too. Oh, we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Holy we're going to do shit. all the blocks in all the Pilsners. Holy shit, we're getting pitted on October 4th. Thanks to the Craft Baroning Podcast. Otherwise, we would have had no idea that Pilsner Day was upcoming. We would have missed it. Right. Oh, my God. That's so great. So great. Uh, let's see this. Um, so they covered a lot of the history about Pilsners, which was a decent chunk of the time of the episode. Right. And then talking about the different beers that they had. Um, they had four different Pilsners, all the same style. But I think it was Joe who said it was really neat that they had four of the same style beers, but all of them were very, very different. And that happens. Now they taste. And it's and, awesome. And that's right. The way Absolutely. It, that's the way it should be. That's the, way it, that's the way it would be regardless of if... A brewery handed another brewery mm-hmm. a, a recipe, mm-hmm. uh, you know, a, a, a grist bill, a brew sheet, and said, here, make it. Absolutely. And that's another part of the reason why in conversation, you know, going back, I mean, several episodes ago when we were talking about contract canning mm-hmm. and things of that mm-hmm. nature, why there's a process in honing something in is because it, the systems are different and, and just the brewer to brewer, they're mm-hmm. different. I mean, it's... It's without a doubt something that is hard to replicate, mm-hmm. but taking the time to try to do that is, uh, it's definitely, if you're, if you're going to contract can, you have to, mm-hmm. but if you're not, you're making your own version of, of whatever it is. So here's, and this is, this is pulling back from Craft Parenting Pod from our recap a little bit. 
Is there something when, and, and I'm not asking you specific, unless you know this, this is more like a hypothetical or into the ether question. If anyone who listens knows the answer to this, I'm genuinely really interested. When someone from, let's say outside of Cincinnati, which we know there are several places here in the Cincinnati area that do contract brewing for other other companies, other, right. other places. Yep. If they get someone, if they get a recipe from someone who is out of state, who is not used to the way that our water is, does that place provide them with, hey, we need you to do this to your water supply to make it taste the way we want? Yeah. Or are they just okay with, this is our main recipe, but so no, so they would they would provide the water bill. I don't know what to call it, the water profile. I mean, at its very simplest, you could get you could get a, a detailed description of, of the water profile by okay. contacting, you know, the water works. What is, okay, that's fair. You that's know, fair. Like, um, and then that would that would vary. Okay. Okay. But, uh, so the so the. I don't even want to the, call it the, an assumption. Unless you're doing, unless you're uh, RO or reverse osmosis. If you're if you're totally taking Stripping and making flat out. water, okay, okay, like clean, like 100% zero, gotcha. and then adding every, and then adding your minerals back in, mm-hmm. which a place like Madtree does. Sure. Well, um, well Madtree and like the big micro or um, the the big you know macro breweries. They have multiple breweries all over, but no matter where you buy their beer, it tastes the same because they make sure that that water profile. Ah, uh, there was a documentary oh, what? from Ooh. the biggest, from AB InBev, where they they actually awarded one of their breweries um, a, a top medal, a top award, because they came to they came together to um, to each offer their product. And there were still differences between oh, the products. Oh, interesting. Okay. I forget the name. Okay. I forget the name of the show. If you think of it, let me know. I'd love to check yeah, that out. That'd I be for- awesome. I forget the name of the show, but that's that's really what it was. And the only reason I I watched it, and and I, I'm not gonna besmirch Big Beer, although there's plenty to to do that for. Sure, sure. Uh, the fact that there's still differences between even their own brand across the world. With all the technology they have, mm-hmm. is still so fascinating to me. That's very and so cool. The, the the competition was really interesting. So I guess I would assume, and and then we will get back to craft parenting podcast and and the main point of of our podcast. But I guess my assumption was, and I'll just say Bud Budweiser, just as throwing one of the big macro names out there. I guess that my assumption was, you buy a a case of Bud that was made closer to here as local to here as their closest brewery would taste exactly the same as a case that you would buy out in California but maybe that's not necessarily the case it they want it to be okay okay but for the for the actual the super tasters that they mm-hmm. have mm-hmm. and can kind of pick out and the the heads of the the different facilities mm-hmm. they can taste differences okay okay and that's and that's cool that's very cool i one of the things I love about doing this podcast with you is I learn so much from you, and it's it's amazing. But anyway, okay, Craft Parenting Podcast. Uh, really, I only had one other note about okay. this episode. It's probably the same one I have. It probably is, because we talked about this in our pre-production uh, meeting. Ah. So, Joe. Joe, Joe, Joe. You know we love you. We know that... 
you and Caroline do all kinds of research about your episodes. And it's amazing because not only do you have fun in your episodes, but you educate people in your episodes. There are always things that I learn about different beer styles from you guys that I that I do not know. Silverton, unless you're going by Justin from Saunders Directions, it's nowhere near downtown. No. Nowhere near downtown Cincinnati. Ooh. No. Liam Neeson agrees. Was that your note as well, or did you have something Correct. additional? Correct. That was my note. <laughs> Nowhere near. Though they did say... It is near Myers Wine It is. Tellers. It is, which is also not near downtown Cincinnati. No. I, I am glad to say, though, that during the weekly pint last night, Joe and Caroline said that they went to High Grain. They'd never been there before, so they got to experience it. So hopefully, once they drove there, they realized the air of their ways in the episode that they released right but uh, it was it was a good it was a good attempt to place where the brewery is high grain makes phenomenal beer apparently according they to do. producer ben their salads are amazing yeah that's one of the things pre-production meeting producer mm-hmm. ben uh, uh one of the reps was here yeah uh, yeah and he walked up and he just Dude, your salads are banging. I know. Didn't mention the beer at all. He was just like, your salads are awesome. To which I looked over at Marco and I said, eh, weird flex, but okay. Right. Which, <laughs> if, you, if, you're, if you've listened to the show long term, if you're a fan of Sonder Stories, I don't know if we're ever going to see Sonder Stories again. I need to reach out to Danny and ask what's going on with that. But I miss that podcast a lot. But yeah. they are doing so many amazing things up at Sonder. I understand that time is stretched thin. But that covers my recap of, of Craft Parenting Podcast. And it sounds like you, all your boxes are checked as well, Marco? Yes. All yes. right. My, my boxes are checked. We're going to take a super quick break. And then we'll be right back to talk about, get ready, raise your glass, Marco, the Cincinnati Brewcast. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, we are back. And because of that little introduction back to our show, you know what podcast we're going to be talking about now. That's right. It is the Cincy Brewcast with the Gnarly Gnome. And this was a really fun episode, I thought. It was a two-parter. Yeah. It's kind of spliced together two different uh, topics, times into one wonderful episode. Uh-huh. The episode was titled Oktoberfest and Getting Dangerous. Yeah. Which covers two of Gnome's favorite things. That's right. It does. Oktoberfest beers and Danger Wheel. It fits. It, it fits. It, it absolutely does. To have two does. parts. Uh, to have, a to two, have two, two. Two. Not just... I mean, it was one bigger thing. Like, one bigger overarching thing for, like, the whole episode. Right. But then you had two individual parts kind of underneath Correct. that was... I don't call it propping up the main thing. But they're supporting yeah, in a was, way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah very, yeah. very, very yeah, two cool. Two things. So the first part of uh, of this episode was all about Oktoberfest. He did another part of his Oktoberfest quest, which right. if you don't know, every year the gnome does his own personal Oktoberfest quest to find what he feels is the best local Oktoberfest beer from local breweries. And this year he's also throwing in the option for home brewers. If there's a home brewer that makes a fest beer and merits in any Oktoberfest style and can get it to him, he's going to throw that into the bracket as well. Right. Uh, this year is a little bit different, and he did talk about this. He does have very specific rules for his Oktoberfest quest, which, again, it's his own opinion. 
He loves all of the Cincinnati breweries, so this is not any type of official. The best Oktoberfest in Cincinnati is from this brewery. It's just him having fun and enjoying his favorite beer style. Right. And so he will, at the end, announce his winner. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that's just his his favorite. Right, right. And I mean, sometimes things get a little hairy when he is trying to pick a winner between the two different breweries that he is that he has in that specific bracket. Um, so for this episode... He tries to, yeah, he tries to trim that up, though. He tries yeah, really yeah. hard to make sure that... He separates fast beers from Mertens. Well, but didn't he say that this year he and was... Sometimes they are going to mix. They are going to mix. Okay, sometimes good, Sometimes they good, are going to mix. Now, this episode, it was Rheingeist's Franz versus 50 West's Wienermobile, <laughs> which is the best name for an Oktoberfest beer that ever existed. Fight me on it. It's fine. We're not going to tell you who he picked as the winner because, I mean, the whole point of yeah, our show. Listen. The whole point of our show is to encourage you to be curious enough about the podcast we talk about that you go listen to them because without them making their content, we can't make content. So, if you want to know who the gnome felt was the better of these of this year's Oktoberfest from Ryan Geis and Fifty West. You need to listen to this episode. It was really close. I mean, it, it's it's so close. I mean, you could you could shave it with a ceramic blade. Right. It, it I mean, was, it was. I don't want to say it was like splitting hairs, but there was. I don't. Okay. So knowing these two breweries, these are two breweries in Cincinnati that are very good at what they do. Mm-hmm. Very. I mean, I'm drinking a Ryan Guy beer right now. I don't think BC's has any Fifty West beers on, uh, on draft actually, right they do. now. Rainbow oh, Road. Do, Oh, they do have Rainbow Road. Okay. Yeah. Well, that doesn't really fit in the Oktoberfest thing. No, it but doesn't. They are still two heavy hitters in in this competition. I mean, it, it swung I don't back know. and this, forth. It swung back and forth between which one. I mean, the 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 color between both of them was good. The head on both of them was very good. There was yeah. a bit of a focus on which one had the better head, but he also did that on not this past week's weekly pint, but the week prior. There's a lot of head comparison, yeah, uh, which does kind of play a factor into picking what he feels is the best Oktoberfest beer. Uh, there was a new rule about ties that he introduced in this episode that I thought was very, very interesting. Shout out to you on this one. If there is a tie between two beers that he is trying to move to the next bracket in his Oktoberfest quest for 2022... Marco is going to the Gnome Bar itself. Yeah. The, the highly coveted invite only Been there. location. Yep. And you're going to be the one to declare the winner between mm-hmm. the two Oktoberfest beers that he is unable to pick between. So that, I think, is going to be very interesting when it, I'm not going to say if it happens, well, you but when process, it happens. You, know? sure, and you sure, have sure, the sure. two there, you, you grab them, hold them, right, and you sniff, right. you sniff one, sniff the other. You look, you look at the, the color, uh, you hold them up and then, you know, you, you just go in and, and, and taste one, taste the other. So as I was saying, Julia, so you go in and you just get a big mouthful of, uh, of one, you know, you get that down and then you get a big mouthful of the other mm-hmm. and, you know, you just, it's, you have to take it all in and, and then choose a winner. I mean, ultimately, right. uh, 
ultimately these ties have to be broken. And, right. And I mean, you kind of have to buzz buzz things down. That's kind of a weird phrase, but like level by level. Sure. To really get to the root of which you one. You just got to hack away at it. Right, 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 right. And, but he was able to pick a winner for the Rheingeist versus 50 West uh, Oktoberfest Quest Bracket. And I don't know. I, I haven't had either of those beers yet this year, but knowing what I know about them from having them in previous years, it was a surprise winner for me. Yeah. I thought that it would be the same. I don't say the same as last year because that may or may not give it away, but I don't know. It was, it was, it was a very good in-depth, just like naked breakdown of the two beers and a well-deserved winner was chosen. What's well, a lot, Julia? I mean, it was. Yeah, with yeah, yeah, all yeah. these Oktoberfests out there, it's like it's almost like just a giant forest. And then what happens is you start hacking away at it, and you get down to the bushes. And when you trim away uh, all the bushes, the end in the end, that one that's left standing, it just it looks so much bigger. All right. Well, so that I think covers everything about the first part of his episode for the Oktoberfest Quest section. Before we get into really part two of this episode of, right. okay, let's do it, the Cincinnati Brewcast. Okay, let's drink. Let's do it. Let's do it. Let's go ahead and uh, let's let's uh, freshen up and you yeah. know yeah. get right into. I mean, after you know taking a moment to, mm-hmm. to freshen up, get right into uh, the second part. Correct. Of now, this. what I would love to say, and I'm really excited for the gnome. And hopefully, like, all the numbers are, are hit. Yeah. He had, between Oktoberfest Quest and into the second part of the episode, which was all filmed live at Danger Wheel. Yeah. A show sponsor segment. Yes, he did. This episode, and kind of going forward for the foreseeable future, I guess it's fair to say, he yeah. does have a sponsor, potential sponsor. We all it's need a big to, span. A it, big sponsor. Big sponsor, yeah. We need to do our part to ensure that he... That his sponsorship of this brand continues. We want yeah. you to listen to find out who the sponsor is. But I thought what he did to kind of bridge the gap between the Oktoberfest Quest segment and this segment was a very, very smooth transition. Yeah. It was it was it was great. And part I say part two of this episode, but it was one episode. Yeah, it's but the, two parts of a whole, right. Yeah, two parts of a whole. It featured a guest, and that guest is one of our good friends, friend of the show, friend of all, as Noam eloquently said, friend of all of the Cincinnati Craft Beer podcasts. Yeah. Lee. Lee. The one and only Lee. He met up with Lee down at Danger Wheel. I don't want to say. You met up with Lee. Also. I met up with Lee on, yeah. So, yeah. There were. Well, we have a button for things. Lee. We do, we do have a button for Lee. Lee, Let's say see. hi to everyone. Shit. Damn straight. There you go. That is the best button. Although I will say, I do have. We do have. We do have the the other button, which so is the B and B C. The B and B Cs. Shit. With the woo, because that's what the B and B Cs said he wanted for his button. So I made it happen. There you and go. you know what? While we're pushing buttons in honor of shift beers, I love bananas. There you go. There you go. Perfect. We got it. Perfect all the, all segue the between the first part of the show. Uh, the podcast sponsor, mm-hmm. and then now going into the second part. It really is, really is. So I, I don't want to say that I made this part of the podcast happen, but I kind of made this part of the podcast happen. Uh, the gnome had posted that he was going to be at Danger Wheel and was looking for someone to kind of help, you know, do a segment, do a, a, a Cincy Brewcast episode down there. 
And I had been messaging with Lee about just other stuff, the FC Cincinnati games, you know, just random beer things. And I said, hey, you should reach out to Gnome. He's looking for someone to record down at Danger Wheel with. If you're planning on being down there, you should totally do this. And he went, okay. And look what happened. It was a great conversation between the Gnome and Lee at Danger Wheel. Um, Gnome had said a bunch of times, both in the beginning of the episode, before this section of the podcast, that... It was so loud. The volume's awful. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. The volume was fine. Yeah, it was totally fine. I could understand both the Gnome and Lee perfectly fine. You could tell that, that they were at a very loud event. Yeah. But it didn't sound like they were not drowned out by by the Danger Wheel crowd at all. So it no. was it was great. It was absolutely fantastic. Yeah, it, it turned out fine. It turned out, it, as far as the audio quality, it was, it was absolutely okay. Sure. No yeah. problem at all. Yeah. Um, not like that that episode that he recorded in the um, the underground tunnel at uh, who that was Christian Moorline at the right, Malt the, House yeah, and yeah. With, that he recorded with uh, Meisel. Jesus, that was that, so that was a different right awful. The audio although, on that was awful. Although you and I, from experience, when we recorded at Mad Tree, we thought, "Oh my God, this is so loud. This is going to be." unlistenable. Yeah. And it wasn't. It was okay. No, it's yes, fine. You could tell it was at a loud event, but it was not it, it was fine. It was perfectly fine to listen to. Yeah. So if you hear that part, if you somehow start this episode of Cincy Brewcast and go, oh, this is gonna be loud and then you come to our show, listen to it. It's not yeah it's not it's fine. loud. It's fine. It's perfectly fine. It's totally fine. okay. It's worth sticking with it. Oh hundred percent. Yes. Uh, so they covered Lee's journey into beer and working for one of the biggest breweries in the area, yeah. which is really, really cool. Still cannot believe that Lee didn't keep enough contacts to bring us Center Twix, but, I mean, it's okay. I forgive him. He has a he has an amazing dog, so that covers up for any any right. ills that, that Lee might do. Uh, so the, explain, explain what, uh, to our listeners... Uh, locally, they may know. Locally, they may not know. But for those who listen abroad or all over the place, uh, yeah, tell yeah. tell them what Danger Wheel is Ooh, to get them yes, interested in yes. the fact that they need to listen to, to what's happening. So Danger Wheel is a, an event that takes place in Pendleton, which is kind of between downtown and over the Rhine in Cincinnati. It is down one of the main roads, one of the main hills in the Pendleton area. It is an adult downhill big wheel racing competition. So you have teams of three, you have two pushers and one rider. It's a lot of the local breweries that form teams, a lot of the local local Cincinnati companies that form teams, just individuals forming teams that go head to head. There are ramps, there are rounds or brackets that both riders are blindfolded. They have inflatables in some of the rounds that they have to ride through. Hey and now. all the and all the audience, like everyone lining the streets to watch this, can purchase water balloons to throw without any, you know, regard for safety at the riders going down the hill. Sounds the amazing. Rider, the riders wipe out, they get pelted with water balloons because they're easy targets. It is Ridiculous! There are vendors, there are beer vendors, there's food vendors, there are merchandise vendors. You can buy a Danger Wheel shirt, hat. Uh, Braxton Cincinnati is always one of the key sponsors because they're located at the top of the hill that this takes place on. It is one of the most fun events that isn't necessarily a beer event, but without beer, as they talked about in this episode, right? I don't think it would be 
as fun as it as it is, sure. and the participation of all the local breweries makes it that much that much better. Yeah, it sounds awesome. I want to go. Oh, it's great! It's great. I next, don't want to participate as a um, anybody in a big wheel, but I would. What love about a to pusher? I don't know no? about that. Okay. Okay. I don't know. That's I don't. Fair. I don't know about that. I mean, the 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 risk. Uh, to uh, damage myself is still present. I there. mean, your shoulder's still fucked up from beer, booze, bonks, boinks, bits, bobcats, and boobs. So yeah, I know. I, I hear it's you. Boobs I hear actually you. that fucked it up. Oh, yeah. Okay, I'll, I'll talk about that. That'll off. be truth beer pot after dark. Tough long, offline. Offline, absolutely, yeah, offline. absolutely. They had a really cool conversation that tied back to a couple of Cincy Brewcast episodes ago, where Gnome was asking Lee what makes a craft brew, or I'm sorry, what makes a brewery a craft brewery versus just a brewery. And I'm using air quotes for those of you not, you know, watching the Patreon live stream. Hi, guys. Right Wave the camera. It's all good. Uh, and for Lee, his answer was really cool. It was any brewery that has all the adjuncts. Every single beer needs to have a whole bunch of shit thrown into it. And for him, that's what makes a brewery a craft brewery. Lee loves that shit. Oh my god, he I mean, does. He just, it was a yeah, yeah. Yeah, just taking it in, just gobbles. He just, I mean, it's yeah. You you said it. You said it yeah. perfectly. Gobbles, goblins. Gobble, goblins. <laughs> anyway, we're gonna we're gonna try to keep this on the rails for now. Okay. Uh, really good discussion about how uh, places like Northern Row and Sonder are are expanding how they're figuring out expansion. Is that right. new tap rooms? Is that adding a beer garden? Is that putting in, you know, more tanks for like quantity? And it's all kinds of different different things. Like for the example one of the examples they use for Sonder Brewing, they set up what sounds like and I haven't been up there since they've put it in. Well, an amazing go. beer garden. Sure, let's do it. To where when they're busy in the tap room, they have a neon sign right in front of the front door that says beer garden is open. Which uh, means you get to like the huge tent out it's back. It's once you get, get in. It's once you, so you get in. in. Okay. Like in the the like that foyer. Oh, is that French? That is French. You like that? Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, once you get in, uh, there's a wall uh, just past the um, food option, and I think that is lit to say, "Hey, beer garden open." Very cool. Um, and then they have beer garden. With uh, artificial turf, and mm -hmm. they have a, a tent. Huge tent, yeah. And then they have the uh, refrigerated trailer where the the bar yeah. uh, is there. It yeah. sounds awesome. We should definitely uh, head on up there soon. But this was a really cool episode of Cincy Brewcast. I like the fact that it was a two. I don't. Again, I keep saying two parter. It wasn't two parts. It was just two it chapters was. of the same story. Right. Um, he broke it up to where he still had a... They were all under the same sack. It was all... Yes, yes. The same umbrella. You know, they, they, they were they were together. Right, but, but, there, was, but, but, but there was one major the shaft time. that kept everything upright. Yeah. That, that, that kept it good. Um, I, I think that he did a very good job of, of keeping the content of both the Danger Wheel segment with Lee and the Oktoberfest Quest segment like trimmed down enough to where you could really see it was all laid bare like it wasn't sure. something to where you felt that he was trying to hide the forest for the trees as far as oh this was all one single recording episode you knew it was two 
two separate parts to the bigger whole yeah. of the episode. I don't know. I, yeah, it worked well. It, it worked really well. Yeah, and I it, think, it, and I think that that was awesome that he was able to do that rather than feel the pressure of. I was only able to record this smaller length episode or you know the smaller length segment right i want to have more length to add to the show to make it feel like a full episode well we know so that, he that plugged the two together and, and, I, and, and it's it fine i mean it whatever worked. way he wants to do it we know the length of it doesn't really necessarily matter no no it's all in how he uses it correct yeah since he broadcast all right Oktoberfest quest and danger wheel good job a lot of fun definitely check it out support his sponsor Listen to the episode, find out who his sponsor is, spend your money there, and just feel fresh. Yeah. May or may not tie into it. You'll have to listen to find out. That's correct. All right, Marco, you, I think, need another beer. It's kind of hard to tell with your Mug Club mug, but it looks like you may be ready for another beer. I am. And we have the last show to recap, which is our favorite. So take a real quick break, get a refill, and then let's dive into shift beers. What do you say? Let's do it. Let's do it. We'll be right back, guys. All right. We are back for our last podcast of this particular episode. And that's one of our favorite uh, fun podcasts to recap. Ship beers. Ship beers. And this one has one of our favorite podcast guests outside of Lee. Lee is in his own category. Right. On this one. This was episode 92, Ciders with Mitch. Mitch. Mitch was from uh, another local brewery before he made the amazing transition to working for a local record uh, record shop. Not just a record shop. They are they sign artist label. record label. Absolutely amazing. Coal Mine Records. Check them out. Platinum Records is the storefront down in Loveland, Ohio. This show was all about cider and cider accessories, which I had to ask, what is a cider accessory? How does it differ from uh, a, a beer accessory? Uh, but again, like, is a there coaster. something? A coaster? No coasters with beer, but coasters with ciders because they're fancier? Uh, maybe it's the other way around where there's not Could coasters be. with ciders. Oh, oh. We have questions. Shift Beers had no answers. What's up, BNBC? What's, what is up, Producer Brian? How you doing? Great. Good. Did, uh, did you listen to your bonus episode from our live show? No. No, he didn't. Well, you know... It's and anywhere you find podcasts, <laughs> Apple Podcasts, Spotify, <laughs> YouTube. I find them on websites. Truthbeerpod.com. Perfect. There you go. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> it seems like producer Brian's having a, a good night. Yeah. Yeah. He's he is all smiles, all grins, and we cannot thank him enough for uh, just letting him do what we do here at his establishment. That's right. Yeah. So, Shift Beers and Mitch and Cider, I love these episodes because the experience, this might sound weird, but if you've listened to more than one episode of Shift Beers, it'll make sense. The experiences that they have with trying and drinking these ciders versus beers is completely different. Well, it is. It is, right. Because it is different. Because it is different. But it's really cool that they had so many and they weren't all 1911 ciders like the last time Mitch was on they were actually questioning if it was his second third appearance that kind of stuff oh producer Ben are producer you out producer Ben I'm out good Hi, seeing you man producer Ben is awesome he poured me my beer which we did not talk about we both have new beers oh yeah so we need to do this producer Ben poured my beer for me even though he wasn't really on the schedule for today so uh 
Thank you to him. Came for in special just to he, do that. He did. He came in. He went, Julia, I know that you're going to need a beer. And I do the best pours of anyone that works here at BC's by Lodge Montgomery. What do you want? And I said, you are right, Ben. I would like a Rainbow Road IPA from 50 West. And it is wonderful. Uh, you had producer, producer Ben, producer Brian pour your beer for you. Yeah, well, it what is. What did he do uh, for you? Hop Juju from Fat Oh, hell yeah. That's so good. good. It's, it's my jam. very good. Very good. Very solid. Uh, back to shift beers because, I mean, again, we're, we're a crappier podcast. We want to make sure you guys know what we're drinking. So apologies for the slight deviation in the recap, but beer is important. Yes. Yes. This was Mitch's third time on shift beers. I, I actually looked back through everything. His first shift beers appearance was on February 7th of 2021. Episode 20, Shift Ciders, which... It's cool because I was on episode 21, oh. so the very next week. So that was cool to, to look right. back on. And his second appearance on Shift Beers was episode 53, the Fall Beer Show, a.k.a. Everything Pumpkin Beer, which also included a call to Sean White of Nostalgia Brewing. Nice. Who Sean is absolutely amazing. He is such a, a cool guy. Nostalgia Brewing is such an amazing brewery up out in Gahana. I think I'm saying this right. Gahana. I'm never sure. Gahana, Ohio. Slightly north of Columbus. We need to make a road trip up we do. there. We do. Um, we just need to figure out when our schedules with your 37 different jobs will allow it. Right. And Sean, we will be up there sometime, hopefully soon-ish. Right. And when I come up, I am bringing my can of Braxton's Pumpkin Spice Vibe from 20-whatever year they first released that. I took that into the brewery. It sat <laughs> in the brewery for like a year, and then we finally cracked it and had it. Yeah, but was it that same year? Or did you... Was no, it, it wasn't like the mine's... same year because it comes out for th like but they haven't right before done Thanksgiving. It. They haven't done it recently, though. So. No, but that's my point. Is yeah, it, yeah, So I when it, it, I the last it, I time you. it came out... Mm -hmm. I, I had it, and I took it to the brewery, and it stayed in the cooler for a long time. And then we wound up just having it to, it was like, we like it. cooler, <laughs> like a cooler dump. So this is Mitch's third appearance on Shift Beers. I want to say it's their most frequent guest. I don't think anyone's uh, been, been on, on the twice. show. Right, so I don't think anyone's been on the show yeah. more than Mitch yet. You need to break that streak just because I have a bias towards you being... The most frequent guest on Shift Beers. Which is really funny. Speaking of, you know how Shift Beers episodes go. Their episode is done before ours is. Right. Hmm. 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 The quality of a... They're, they're doing a weird... I don't want to call them a gap episode, but they're kind of banking some of their episodes because what you and I do... It relies on the week prior. We have to be current with what our podcast does. Yes. Theirs does not... I don't know what episode they just recorded, but whatever episode it was, it's going to be a short one. Yep. Yep. But that's fine. That's cool. That's fine, because this one was long. Oh, it was very long, but it was good. It, it was, was good. so good. But it was an Mitch hour and 40 always, minutes, hour and 43 40, minutes. Yeah, yeah. Hour 44 like is what my, my podcast thing says, but I think that rounds up. But it was a lot of really, really amazing conversations. So to dig right into the episode, because we don't have unlimited time, and we want to sit here and drink and enjoy BCs while we're here. Uh, let's More see. of that to come. Mitch gave a Cincinnati entertainment tip. Go to Parky's Farm 
in Winton Woods. Oh, that's right. And ask for clay. Yep. That is something that I am going to do. You're going to do it? I'm going to do it. Nice. I may or may not take pictures. I'm probably going to take pictures of, oh, sure. of when it happens. Yeah. But listen to this episode and find out why you need to go to Parky's Farm and ask for clay. I was thinking about doing that. It was very cool. Yeah. Have you been to, to Parky's Farm? Oh, it's been a long time. Long time, yeah. Yeah, when my kids were little. Okay. My kids are adults now. I went I went to Parky's Farm for the first time at a family reunion at one of the, the, um, the shelters nearby. Like, it was within sight distance of Parky's Farm. Okay. So I walked over, so it wasn't during normal Parky's Farm hours. Really, really cool. I really enjoyed it. So thank you, Mitch, for Excellent. that Cincinnati Entertainment Excellent tip. tip. Really, really liked that one. They had a ton of amazing sounding ciders on the show. I've had two of them, and that is thanks to Shift Beers. When I stopped by the place that they don't work out a couple weeks ago, yeah, um, I gave them a few beers. Um, one of which, you know, they drank it at the end of this show. Yep, there was a lot of chaos going on, so you kind of didn't hear too much about it, which it's cool. But it sounded like they enjoyed it. Uh, but Brian, the button was kind enough to say, oh, hey, you know, here's some from one of our recent shows. So I had the uh, the Blue Slushy Cider, which yep. was, I agree with it. It was good, but it was so incredibly sweet that I did not want the entire can of it. Full but disclosure, it was good. Uh, Julia offered that to me. I did. And I said, and you went, uh, no. Nah. no. I'm like, hey, this is what Shift Beers gave me. A whole bunch of non-alcoholic beers. A whole bunch of all-American beers, a.k.a. different Bud variants, and some ciders. And also the, um, I think it was Newtopia, the uh, the Clementine cider, which was pretty good. Okay. That was, uh, good, that good. Was, that, was, that was actually very delicious. Um, Mitch narrating himself. <laughs> drinking ciders <laughs> is amazing. That's one of those things where you think, oh, he's... He's describing himself doing something that's going to be pretentious. That's going to be, we don't want to hear that. No, you want Mitch to talk about himself doing things. Yeah, it was fun. It works. It fits so (laughs) incredibly well. I loved it. I loved it. I loved it. This episode, you can find out who Brian, with a Y, calls daddy. (laughs) <laughs> yes, <one>? that's right. <laughs> there was there was definitely a part Thank of you, this Brian. episode. Yeah, look, I'm, I'm, we're we're, we're side eyeing him as him. as he and and Jangle are sitting at Thank the you, bar. Brian. But uh, he almost that he almost slipped. He almost said it, and right. we're, and everyone caught it. Everyone in recording caught it. The listeners of the show caught it. Brian has a daddy, and now if you listen to the show, you know who. That daddy is. That's right. For better or worse. Daddy. I'm kind of feeling a little awkward continuing to say that over and over again. A little zaddy? A little... What about mm, a zaddy? Uh, no? No. Just daddy? Just daddy. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Just, just daddy. All right. Gin talk. They talked a lot about gin in this they episode. They did. They talked a lot about gin. Uh, Julie, did you go through a gin phase? I did not. I did. I didn't. I so did. So did you... What was your gin phase a good phase or a bad phase? I was fine. Okay. It, it was fine. Okay. It was in my early twenties. I was uh, working for a company. Uh, uh, one of these, one of these things where you actually had to get a state license to be able to do. Okay. And my my, we'll call him general manager. The general manager of of 
this area. I uh, was very close to retirement, and his his uh, alcohol beverage of choice was gin, and mm. he just would go to everybody. And he's like, "Nah, you got to drink gin. You got to have beef eater. You got to have. You got to do it. Got to have beef eater." And so I, I I talked to my wife. I was like, "Look." I got to get in. I got to be in. Got to do it. And so uh, I went through a phase where I had beef eater in the freezer, uh, ready ready on the on the on the rip, you know. It, <laughs> and uh, what happens if you toss a blocks into some gin? Well, at that time, I know that that wasn't a thing, blocks. right? I understand but that. Today? But today, woo! There we go. Hold on, Ric Flair. Oh, woo! Okay, so your impressions are so fucking good. Every single one of them. Like, I don't know. Like, for a second, I lose myself and forget who I'm sitting across when you do. You're Liam Neeson. You're Morgan Freeman. You're Ric Flair. It's 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 amazing. Absolutely well, amazing. Uh, to, to kind of pull this a little bit back. Sure. A little bit. A lot back into shift beers. Yeah, let's go. After they talked about the ciders that they were trying and the ciders everyone brought, uh, a little bit about gin and different potential new shift beers episodes yep genisodes that didn't sound right but you know uh, what it's okay it's okay there was so much fun talk about music and the music industry and That's what right. mitch does not a lot about what mitch does but about his the influences he pulls from from the career that he now has we actually learned about chris's family ties correct to an artist in Detroit that Mitch's company did not sign. Like they were like pen hovering over the contract. Yes. Close to signing one of Chris from Shift Beers's like family members, bands, musical Correct. groups. It's and a small it, world. Oh my God. It's, it, a small it's such world. a small world. And it was so, so, so cool to listen to them talk about it. They talked a lot about the uh, the Hall of Fame, the Music Hall of Fame up in Cleveland, and why the hell is it in Cleveland? And that got into, if you had to create a Hall of Fame, what would it be? Right. For Shift Beers, it was like a drinker's Hall of Fame. Yeah. And they talked about the different people that can open their throats and down a pint in under two seconds, which... Right. I'm sorry, those videos almost make me gag watching. I appreciate what they're able to do, but my God. Right. Not a good one. Beth but, wanting a D&D Hall of Fame. D&D Hall of Fame. Because she likes dragons. Yeah. Who doesn't? Goblins. Mm -hmm. Goblins and dragons. Goblins and dragons. Draglins? Yeah. Yeah. I've had beers. <laughs> it's cool. Hey, it's better than the Dark Ambrosia. Yeah. Just throwing that out there. Yeah. I'm better the, than... I am the, better the, than that. Or the band Ambrosia. Or the, or, or the band... Or the salad. I'm just trying Not to... terrible. <laughs> Actually, not a terrible <laughs> dessert, by the way. I okay, can't have so any, you, but not terrible. If you had to pick something to commemorate a Drinker's Hall of Fame member, what would it be? I know they were talking about, like, for golf, you know, it's like, or, you know, football, baseball, it's a jacket, it's this, it's that. If you had to pick something to induct a person to a Drinker's Hall of Fame, what would that that item, that piece of clothing, that that trophy, whatever you say, what would it be? Because I had something in mind while they were talking. I'm curious to see if you were thinking the same thing that I was thinking. Gosh, there's so much you could choose from, but it it's almost true. it almost 
depends on on the genre of drinker, right? I mean, you've got liquor drinkers, cocktail drinkers, you've got beer drinkers, cider That's, drinkers, wine yeah, drinkers. I guess, I mean, I guess, it's so, it's so, I, I, I guess, I, I guess I'll go very generic. If someone said, oh, they go in the drinker's hall of fame. And that's all. That's the only context that you have. Is there something that you would picture would be a, a physical manifestation of drinker hall of fame? That may not make sense, but hopefully maybe, you see what I'm trying to. Maybe a golden trophy of Andre the Giant. Okay. Okay. Like the Andre the Giant right. Award. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, no, you know? no, no. I see what you're saying. My thought was a gold-plated, like the beer hat, like the 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 like hard hat with the two the hard beer, hat with the yeah two cans of beer on the side with right. the straw going into your mouth. Like a gold-plated one of those is what I That's thought nice. would be the the Drinkers Hall of Fame. You know, instead of getting a gold jacket or a green jacket or whatever, you get that. That helmet placed on your head. It's nice. Yeah, there you go. Yeah, it's nice. I don't know. Just my thoughts, um, Mitch. We miss you too. Yeah, Mitch. Thanks. Thank the, you for for the remembering for the, us. Yeah, remembering <laughs> us. The kind words. The shout out. I truly yes, appreciate it. Yes. Uh, I actually stopped by Playroom Records with my mom a couple weeks ago. Okay, here's a question for you. Something that they got into later in the episode. Sure. Have you ever had a funyun? Oh, not, God. A tr- not a trick question. Like a no, legit. It's not a, no, like it's not a trick question. This yeah. isn't a double entendre. No, 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 not at all. No, not an, at all. an actual Funyun. Funyun, um, yeah. That maybe 20, 25 years ago. Okay. I don't know. I mean, maybe. I am on Team Mitch. I have never had one. I don't like onions. So I'm not ruling so out the possibility, I? but okay. I don't, I can't remember okay. Okay. If, I, if I did. So I'm going to say I probably tried them once. Right. Like I do not like onions at all. So why would I ever pick a snack? Even though I, I understand that Funyuns aren't really onions. Like I, I understand. Whoa. Whoa. I, I'm so, did I just blow your mind on that Whoa. one? Whoa. Oh. It's basically deep fried breading that has like I guess onion flavor ish. I don't even know what the hell they are because I'm. I hear the yun and I'm going un yun. I'm not doing it. Not doing it at all. So I am on Team Mitch as far as no funyuns, though the Dorito challenge that they did where they were trying to bite the Dorito like lengthwise, like so the thin parts between your teeth as you bite down. Oh, it was giving me goosebumps Oof. thinking about Oof. the stabbing of the of the Doritos into your gums. Right. So pro tip if you listen to this episode near the end as they're starting to do all the crunching and all the crunching, just be careful. They describe some Dorito sideways biting and it's I don't know. Wasn't sure about that. Uh, shout out to Jangle, who is sitting at the bar, you know, down from us, with a phrase that he used that was completely incorrect. And this was me screaming out at my phone as at you work, do. as I do when during the episode. When you need to, you know, it's kind of like trivia stuff. It's like that's straight. not right. He kept saying, "Money is no option." When they said, "If you could yeah, open any did. Hall of Fame," and I'm like, yeah, "He's like, money's no option." I'm like, "Dude, You're the like, fuck Whoa. are you talking about? Money is no object." Yeah. Money's object, no object. Object. They start with the same letter, but they are not the same thing. Be better. 
be better, be better, be better. Uh, the the phrase "I could care less" comes to mind. <laughs> yes. It's like, well, that means you that could means actually you care, could care less. Yes. Yes. You do care you, some. You couldn't care less. Correct. That means you have no more cares. To I've got give. all the cares. I'm telling you. Done with all the cares. I'm telling you. Uh, let's see. The last. I only have two other notes before we get to Probably the best the part of our recap. Probably the same two that I have. Probably. Um, the, so I'm going to do my last note first and then my second to last because it's a question for you. Okay. All based right. well, on then the, it's this not, episode. So then maybe maybe this next one is the one that I have. Okay. Check out the Spotify playlist. This is Coal Mine Records to listen to the to all of the amazing, amazing artists that Coal Mine Records and I'm just saying by default, Mitch, that they have signed, that they promote, that they support. They do amazing, amazing things with amazing artists. And so this Spotify playlist, this is Coal Mine, C-O-L-E-M-I-N-E Records, is awesome. Check it out. Listen to it. And then the last note that I had before the burp count was, what's, Marco, this is directly at you. Marco, what is your Hall of Fame? If you could create any, if money was no object, option, (laughs) What Hall of Fame would you would you like to have? Wow, I should have anticipated this question, should and have. I di- and I didn't. You know me better than this by now. I didn't. Um, what is my Hall of Fame? I mean, what is? And it doesn't need to be you specifically, but what is something that you think could have a Hall of Fame around it? So it doesn't need to be super like super deep and super. You know, like music, the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame, Baseball Hall of Fame. It can just be something like what Shipier says, the Drinking Hall of Fame. It can just be a very general idea. But what is something that you feel has enough of a presence around it that it could have a Hall of Fame? Uh, And the silence while I am drinking my beer while Marco is thinking. As much as much as we are a a podcast that recaps craft beer podcasts mm-hmm. and tries to put a little humor or satire into things, the very very first thing that comes to mind is a is a very serious subject, a sure. very serious topic. Uh, my Hall of Fame would be uh, just ways at how amazing my wife is. That's, that's the, awesome. That just immediately came to mind. That's awesome. Just I love the, it. From the time when we met together, because I married my high school sweetheart. So the time we, we, we got together all the way through uh, today, mm-hmm. uh, the way, you know, this, she continues to not just support me and the things that I do, but how amazing she is and has been along the way. That, that comes to mind where if I could put... Uh, samples if we're inducting her into mm-hmm. a hall of fame mm-hmm. just this the 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 times and stories and things that i could tell about her her just being truly outstanding and amazing that's what comes to my mind so that's i'm sorry fucking awesome no no i i, I know, love that i that, love that that's that's what comes to mind and, and i don't and i don't not that i know rachel super well but just the few times that i've met her what you have told me I get it, and she is the most supportive and amazing spouse. And I'm I'm a hundred percent behind it. Let's let's create the Rachel Hall of Fame for everything amazing, not even just for you, but for the family, for her career. Just 
I'm in. I'm in. Well, yeah. And uh, does she get a gold jacket? What would she get for being inducted into the uh, Rachel Hall thing? She. <laughs> we actually have a picture Golden of a, where she had a uh, where she had a gold sequence. Uh, she had a gold sequence uh, a blouse, and then I had a gold sequence jacket. We oh, have a picture. that's awesome! We have a picture of the two of us in gold I love sequence. It. I love it. I love uh, it. Which, which was fun. I don't. Have you ever seen that picture? Was that? I think you sent that to me. Yeah, I think I that did. was. Some, I don't want to say yeah. recent, but it was yes. like New Year's or something. It was. Something. A, it was a Christmas party. Yes, 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 yes. Yeah. I did get that. Yeah. That's perfect. Yeah. And, that uh, is perfect. So, yeah. I love it. I love it so much. Yeah. That's so, perfect. Uh, I. I don't try to ever get extremely you know personal on this uh you know but the funny, funny funny show that we yeah. do but that's just the first thing that came to mind so oh that's fantastic we well i mean my my hall of fame is i didn't ask not quite out it's fine no it's I'm, cool. I'm just gonna i'm just gonna <laughs> I, say I'm joking. Go i don't do care it. i don't care if you ask or you not shouldn't i'm care. telling you should just tell us <laughs> damn it mine is it doesn't make a lot of sense but some type of like hiking hall of fame because getting out in the woods and hiking and just being surrounded by nothing but nature is where I'm able to really let my mind kind of relax and just both not think about anything and think about everything all at the same time, but it doesn't so are they overwhelm hiking me. trails, like favorite hiking trails? See, and, that's, or? and that's what I'm not sure. Like when I thought, what would my hall of fame be? The first thing that popped into my head was the word hiking. So I don't know. I haven't really gotten too granular with it, with what that would be. But hiking, it means so much to me. And just being surrounded by nature, the woods, grasslands, all that stuff, just something. I, so I haven't, I haven't narrowed it down as much as, as you have, as Shift Beers has, as Mitch has. I haven't nailed I mean, it's just the but first again, thing that right, came to yeah. my mind. So I don't, I don't know. But, it, but I feel like the induction into whatever the Hiking Hall of Fame entails would be like a crown of like cedar and like spruce boughs. You know, okay, just, I got you. So yeah, by the way, so the, before we get into the, 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 the burp count and yes, the, the drinking yes, yes, yes. game, uh, after recording last week, we went to the bar <laughs> diagonally we did. in the street. Uh, we did. And that's a that's a dive bar. And did I tell you what she ended up charging me? Because I picked up, like, all of the beer that you drank. No, I, yeah. I don't think so. Uh, okay. But anyway, um, one thing, and all these things that, that sort of are strange and weird and connect us, like, we have a couple of... Uh, we oh, share yeah. the same birthday and all that. And we follow um, a lady. Her name's Amelia Boone. Amazing and I, I followed her for years because she's an amazing lady uh, in that uh, she's one of the most decorated obstacle course racers. Yeah. Um, yep. Female obstacle course racers. And I used to do that and, and be in that. And, As and did I, I would, which is uh, another that weird would, connection. That's a yeah, weird connection. Yeah, yeah. That, <laughs> and I followed Amelia Boone, and, and while we were at that dive bar last week, and you're like, you follow Amelia Boone. I follow yeah, Amelia Boone. because you, you either liked or reshared one of her posts, and I'm thinking, how the hell do you know who Amelia Boone is? This is right. so weird. This is really cool. And then I'm so I'm, I'm so happy for Julia and, and slightly jealous because... <laughs> 
<laughs> Julia has this amazing picture of her and just an absolutely ripped Amelia Boone yep. standing next to her. Yep. Um, but Amelia is an absolutely amazing woman. When we were talking, I'm like, how do you know? Why do you follow Amelia? How do you know who she is? And I'm like, I have a picture of her from like 2013, 2014. And it was the most ridiculous, like, additional connection that you and I have it's such a small world. Yeah. We were meant to to meet each other and to do this and Clearly. to just have Clearly. the best time. Just have a ever. good time Hell doing yeah. this and, Hell yeah. and keep uh, finding out the, the weird connections <laughs> that we have. Yeah. So uh, what do you say about the Shift Beers Burp Count? What do you want to? Uh, let's do that because so let's, let's wrap this show yeah, up. Let, let's wrap it up because I know that uh, Button Brian's here. He's got a. We want to hang out with Button got Brian a, and Jangle. He's got a curfew coming up very, very soon. Very. There quickly. are still a lot of middle fingers that he needs to give the both of us. I'm just going to say, here we go. We're going to mm-hmm. lead into it. And it's the shiftier, Shift Beers burp, 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 burp count. Which, if you don't know what it is, listen to some of our previous episodes or listen to Shift Beers. They actually do a really good job of describing what it is without us having to do it. This episode of Shift Beers, we actually had a first. This was pretty cool. It is the first time that we have ever had the same number of burps as the previous Ooh, episode this has never happened before. no never and i even listened to this episode twice to make sure i didn't miscount because you know i don't and have any counter now i have i have the clicker which is freaking thank you to both the gnome and to shift beers for our clickers i listened to it twice because i'm like there's no fucking way they had the same number of burps two it's weeks in a row four minutes yeah but ciders with mitch with some of their guests they do more talking than burping so understandable yeah this episode, episode 92 of Shift Beers, Ciders with Mitch, had the same number of burps as the previous episode, which was Christmas in August. The very um, the, same, the, the exact very same. previous episode? I listened to this episode twice to make sure I wasn't miscounting. Oh, it is the same number. Geez. This episode, oh, hold on. What, do you want Brian or Lee? Uh, Lee. Lee, all right. Shit. There we go. 37 burps. Which, for an average of two ounces uh, per sip per drink of liquid, 74 ounces, which means in this episode of Shift Beers, you only would have needed to consume 4.625 pints of beer, of water, of tea, of whatever your beverage of choice is. So, All right. good job on having a first there you go. Shift Beers. That's Way awesome. To go. That Hell is yeah. awesome. Hell yeah. So, shout out to Shift Beers, shout out to Mitch, shout out to everyone who has been involved in any of the podcasts that we cover. And I guess this is going to be a slightly longer outro this week. Uh, we have a little extra stuff to to say and to thank people for. So I'm going to I'm gonna wrap up my little segment with kind of the usual. Thank you so much for listening, following, subscribing, liking, sharing, reviewing, all that good stuff. Please follow us on social media at TruthBeerPod. We're trying to get better about posting more frequently to social media. All of our episodes are posted to YouTube, so search for Truth Beer Pod on YouTube, and you can listen to them there. If you have anything you'd like to tell us that's longer than social media, email us, truthbeerpod at gmail.com. Any complaints for the show, however, go to at RagingHop on Twitter. He will let us know about the best, the worst, the good, the bad, everything you tell him. And if you would like to send us a couple bucks to buy some more beer to get some more equipment for possibly travel shows and, and additional things that we want to do, 
truthbeerpod.com. There's a big blue support us link. You can send us a couple bucks that way. We appreciate every dollar we have been sent so far and we'll appreciate and shout out every dollar we get going forward. Marco. Okay. This is smacked into the microphone. Smacked into it, yeah. Not a professional. <laughs> so one of uh, these days we'll learn. We had our live truth or pod from here at BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery. Yes. Uh, recapping how BC's Bottle Lodge is uh, switching to BC's Brewing Company. Correct. Which uh, they made the decision to not renew the lease here at the at Montgomery. BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery. Yes. So they are closing. Correct. Our uh, podcast home is going to close, mm-hmm. and it, their last day open will be this Sunday, coming the Sunday, the, the 14th. 14th of August, which this episode will be out. If I can, if I have the, the time, I'm going to try to get this episode out on Thursday okay. so that you have Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday to come to BC's Bob Lodge Montgomery and help them kick all of their kegs. Yeah. Their Liberty location's going to remain open, and once the brewery's open in Mason, that's going to be there as well. But the Montgomery location is uh, is not going to be a thing any longer. So they say it's not goodbye. It's just um, until next time, basically. They're going to shut this location down. Yep. Um, made financial sense to not keep uh, keep this open, mm-hmm. and uh, with you know owning a building or having to pay a mortgage on a, another building, you know, in uh, in Mason. Mm-hmm. And so uh, we are going to record from somewhere else. Correct uh, for the for the future what that means is i mean we have a lot of options we do we do we and, have we have a lot of options we have a lot of amazing people that have offered us the yes. opportunity to record at their spaces um, we might be a little nomadic for a bit while we try possibly. to find possibly the best location um i know i know that i can tell all of our listeners that we will be at uh Higher Gravity Summit Park Absolutely. next week. Absolutely, yes. And yes, uh, yes. they've been very warm and welcoming to us. I do have to ask, is Annie going to be there on Tuesdays? It is Margarita Tuesday. It is Margarita Tuesday. Annie has got a lot going on in her she, personal life. She does. Uh, she does. And so... so uh, we, I, I just have to say, Annie is my favorite margarita maker. She is amazing. So if you ever see her at Higher Gravity... Give her all the props. Look, give her I, all the tips. I'll give her that, she... but I make some damn good money. <laughs> uh, you haven't made one for me yet, so that is still to be determined. To be determined. But I, that's, I understand. That's okay. That's okay. Uh, so we're going to be at uh, Higher Gravity Summit Park next week, mm-hmm. and then we may be we may uh, be there the next week or be a we little nomadic. Around, we yeah. might travel yeah. around. We've got an exciting uh, announcement coming up soon. Yes. So yes, yes. About a future show, so stick with us there. And... We wish all of the ownership group at uh, BC's, because um, it's uh, Brian, Caleb, and then they have uh, a collection of full-time associates, and of mm-hmm. course they have a whole slew of uh, you know ownership and investors and whatnot. I mean, we wish them the very best. Oh, absolutely. And once uh, BC's Bio Lodge, um, or BC's Brewing, Brewing Company, Company yeah. uh, comes up, I... I could see us doing at least an episode uh, from there to, oh God, yeah. To, yeah. to shout out the, the congratulations to the brewery. But yeah. this spot that we've been recording at for a year and have That's been meeting uh, at for over a year uh, is going to close. Yes. And I cannot thank 
I'll just say the ownership group. Everyone who works and is part of the BC's family knows how much we appreciate. But for letting us record here on a weekly basis, for letting us take over an entire six-foot-ish table with all of our podcasting equipment, they let us stay until close and past close so we can do what we're doing for, for everyone here. It has, it has been the most amazing year plus here at BC's Bottle Lodge Montgomery. Um, so it's, it's, it's definitely not the end of anything for our relationship with BC's. Just due to location, I don't think it's it's going to work out for us to go up to Liberty all the time. Yeah, but we're going to do what we can, and sure. and I do not, I cannot thank BCs enough for everything that they've done for us and for all the opportunities that they've given to us. But for live shows, recording weekly, stopping in randomly to celebrate, you know, the Bengals making it to the Super Bowl. Oh, that was awesome! All kinds of amazing experiences here and really fantastic and uh hopefully whoever comes into this space the good juju that we have all left in this particular room hopefully it uh it will give the new tenants just as much luck and well-being as it has us yeah hopefully so uh so julia uh what are you going to be doing next week i think we just told the people we're going to be at higher gravity some <laughs> yes. park next week but we are also going to be talking about the past week's cincinnati craft beer podcast drinking a whole bunch of delicious yeah beers i've had beers we are going to be drinking a whole bunch of delicious craft beers and i'm going to be talking about them with you I what do you say, Marco? Can't wait. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be great. We will see you guys next week. Have an amazing time. And come to BC's Bottle Lodge anytime between when this episode releases and Sunday, August 14th, to kick their kegs and wish them well in their Liberty location. We'll see you soon. Bye. We, we have been putting something at the end of our episodes, and... Uh, I think it's very important. And uh, there was a, a Facebook post about uh, a very unfortunate passing. And I can't, I can't stress enough that the, we, we need to look out for each other. And uh, unfortunately, um, there was a lot of uh, unfortunate events in this person's life uh, that was in the, the Cincinnati craft beer circle. And um, they, they were not with us any longer. Um, this lead up, or this lead into uh, our public service um, just discussion is, it's, it's just something I think that you know, everybody needs to keep in mind. It doesn't have to be in the back of your mind. It doesn't have to be in the front. It's just keep in mind. You know, check in with your friends, check in with your family. And if, if people need help, if people need assistance, um, let's, let, let's help them get that. Hey everyone, uh, this is Marco with True Beer and Podsequences. I'm here with Julia, and when I talk to everyone uh, who's in our uh, reach, our listening voice, and let you know that 
you are important and that uh, tomorrow is the opportunity for great things. And so if you're uh, struggling, if you have a rough day, if you are struggling with uh, mental illness, mental issues, uh, there are people, if not in your life or your circle, there are people out there to help you get through that. Whether it doesn't matter the industry you're in, uh, food service, uh, retail, anything, uh, whatever it is, all of us have ups and downs. And it's important that all of you know that uh, life is worth living and tomorrow brings opportunity. And so with that being said, Julia has some information that she'd like to share. Yeah, if you're, so, if you're struggling in any way mentally, if you're just having a really bad day, if you've been struggling with negative thoughts or feeling that you need help in some form and you don't feel comfortable talking to a friend, a family, a coworker, uh, someone from, from any organization that you're part of, there are people out there that you can talk to, and that is the Suicide and Crisis Support Lifelines. They have a new number that just became live nationwide on July the 16th. If you are having any mental health issues or struggles and you just need to talk to someone, you can call or text 988 which is just the same as 911, but it is purely for mental health support, 988 for any support, or you can do a chat at 988lifeline.org. You don't have to be suicidal to call or text or reach out via chat. If you have any struggle, substance abuse, uh, economic worries or problems, relationship trouble, uh, issues with your sexual identity, illnesses, getting over abuse, depression, being lonely, anything at all that you need to talk to someone that you feel that you don't have a someone directly involved in your life that you can talk to, reach out to 988 or 988lifeline.org. There is a counselor available to just talk to you and just let you know that, that you matter and that tomorrow will be a better day. Go ahead and reach out to them because we want you to be around to listen to us next week and beyond because you matter and we love you and we want you to be a part of this amazing world no matter how bad today may seem we love you